Welcome to the it's great show. new personal brand, honestly. <laughs> Love it. So he's a professional. You're a professional. He started. Should we let Matt start? We'll let Matt start. Matt, so you have to welcome people to the prop show. Welcome everybody to the prop show. As this week, I, I, I'm, 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 this is my first time. <laughs> episode seven. 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 Sponsored by Wando. Wando. No. Roll them titles. Okay, so the one known glasses have arrived. That's made, over glasses. that's made my week, the one known glasses arriving. Wonder! Wonder! Um, so, yeah, so that's cool. So, so Matt, Matt, you get to keep Matt those one Matt can take a pair away. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, thank you, Wonder. Which is great. Um, so, yeah, that's We're not endorsing in the slightest, but we love Wonder. We love the glasses. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Come on uh, So, so for the two people in the world that don't know who Matt Giggs is, <laughs> who have you? Look who we got. Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> who <am> I? <laughs> um, so I'm an estate agent, really. Okay. That's uh, for 23 years, and I've grown uh, to six foot one, and Excellent. I've grown uh, a fantastic estate agency group which is called the Gigs Group but we're growing different brands Gigs and Co, Gigs and Bell, Nuna Gigs, Signature Homes, Gigs and McGrath. I'm not obviously it's not about significance and having my name. I think you're calling Gig Signature. Was everything else got Gigs Gigs, exactly. <laughs> um, and I train and speak and coach and mentor business owners of estate agencies. So I'm a lead, I prefer to specialise in leadership. Leadership, good stuff. Good so stuff. you've got um, Matt and I and Chris, two Matts and two Chris's today. Um, so Chris, Matt, Matt, Chris. Uh, we follow your personal power group yep. online. Uh, I take a lot of that. I know that a lot of people do. Um, certainly, it's a Facebook around, group. By around, group on Facebook. around Monday, like Monday each time. Not that I ever get out of thinking, oh shit, Monday. But like, I take a lot from it. Uh, how important do you think that is for people um, in the industry? And what's your kind of plan for that group? Right. So the groups. About ten months, eleven months, something like that. and uh, it's there's about seven hundred uh, members. It's a lot. So quite, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, to be time. fair, to be fair, Chris was quite right in criticising the amount of content that I put in there, which is well, by all accounts, we're going to change it to the name of Chris Watkins' second group. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. It's the landlord farming group, Mark Two. Um, but to me, everything I think boils down to beliefs, yeah. um, self motivation, mindset. You know, before you talk about anything in our industry in terms of challenges, it all starts there. If you feel really confident and really great about what you do and you believe in what you're doing, you'll smash it. Full stop. Who's ringing? Who's ringing? Who's phoned that? And it's not mine. It's not mine either. It's not mine. It's not mine. Do you think it might be mine? We've got a lot of call on the show. Right, go on, go on. See who it is. It could be a sale. You can answer it. Actually, I'll go and get another look. It could be a sale. Okay. You never know. You never know. Never not answer new business. Who is it? Who is it? He's calling the show. But yeah, so you prefer oh. leadership and that style of mentoring. And I think to make to make as big a, so self leadership is a big thing. So you know, it was Barack Obama. Trump's on the phone. So in terms of um, you, you were talking about your your group, your gigs and company, yeah. and the group. Um, so you just 
opened a new... So I left Countrywide six and a half years ago yeah. as a director, leading director across the country. I had a really good team. Um, decided to go alone because I got fed up being managed. Full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got let, I got let, well, basically, I, I, I felt out of the corporate world because, not because I dislike Countrywide, it was more a case that I didn't believe in their strategy of, of, of working with their teams. I believe in getting the best out of people and, and getting people to feel at their best. And then things tend to take care of themselves, you know. So, um, and that's what we've done. And we've grown an amazing business off the back of it. We've won various awards. But more importantly, people in the teams have achieved various goals like buying houses, um, having more vacations, and, and just having an environment where it's fun. And I think estate agency is fun. And I think it should be fun. And... You know, it, and you're having fun. Yeah. How are those shares doing, Christopher? Well, they're, they're bubbling along quite nicely at around 10p. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should tell the people why we, why we have that um, joke. How much did you buy them at, Chris? About 52p. Yes, yeah, so yeah. There you go. So, you've just opened a new, or well, not opened a new, but you, you're now got pigs in the ground. Yeah, we were, we've just opened in St. Ives, Cambridgeshire. They're in their second full month. And their first full month in the location, so they've done a month outside, 10 miles down the road, 12 miles down the road, and uh, they've, done, they've done extremely well. They've sold 12 properties, 13 really? properties, they've listed... I love that video you did. 40, yeah. Do you know, this is what a great agency office looks like. They smile. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Do you remember smile when you dial? Yes. Well, that's what we're all about. We're yeah, all about yeah. positivity, and don't get me wrong, you're going to get challenges. Challenges are there for a reason. They're to help you grow your business. And, and for me, having the right people in the environment, having a very clear vision about what we expect is, is, is really working. It worked at Gigs and Bell, who opened 18 months ago, and it certainly worked at Gigs and Co. So, yes, yeah, good time. So what does the future look like for Gigs and Company, other than bright and orange? Well, look, I... So, for example... We've got the glasses on. We've got the glasses on. we teamed up... Uh, bright future. It's a bright future. It's not that bright. <laughs> <laughs> Now we teamed well, up. we talked about this, actually. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've teamed up with some amazing people. So, for example, um, one of the biggest things over the last 12 months, one of the biggest achievements was um, teaming up with a lady called Joanne Noonan um, of Noonan Crane. She worked in the same town. Grow, uh, she grew a, a, an amazing property management company with over 200 managed properties. And we got talking a year or so ago and decided that we'd put our two property management companies together and called it Noon and Gigs. A lot of thought went into that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, massive challenges, putting two teams, two different um, groups of people together, it's two different beliefs. Yeah. But it's, it's helped what us. What her motivation? Um, I think Joanne was very dependent in the business, so she felt very much consumed by, she, she couldn't take vacations, breaks quite mm -hmm. so readily, and... She wanted to have more freedom. She's on her second holiday as we speak at the moment since nice. we've been, in nice. fact, no, probably her third. So she's, uh, she's quite happy with Is she me. like you, Matt? She'll turn the phone off? She will, yeah. yeah I think she's a skill she, in she, itself. Yes, massively. I I'm, she couldn't do that before. She right. was a decision maker and the only person in there. So she's now got a team in there of people that she trusts, or we have, and I think that was the first step. So we're... You know, we've literally put two teams together and created what I would consider to be an amazing group. Uh, what lessons have you learned? Because let's be honest, and it wasn't an acquisition, but in, to all intents and purposes, it was in terms of bringing two two sets of books together. What have you learned that you could you could share with the people out there about acquisitions and integration? Um, 
First of all, be better prepared. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, sort of moving different accounts and um, across and just doing those various things is quite challenging in itself. But more so on moving different beliefs into one area. From the two managers. You've got to remember, yeah. Joanne and I are very different, but we are also quite similar. Um, you know, the reason why we joined up is because our values and our integrity is the same. It's, but we have different ways of doing business. And what you have with Joanne's uh, existing team who still work within the, the group and my existing team that work within the group, you just have different ways of doing things. So understanding that actually there are different ways of working together and, and formulating the team based on having different strengths in there and putting people actually into the right places in those teams. What would you do differently this time if you did to do it again? Um, I would make sure that we were better prepared on the um, challenges that we might be faced with. So for example, um, you know, if you're moving different property managers into an organisation that have never had contact with them, so you're, you were a Giggs and Co landlord, and you were a new Crane landlord, how I managed you, and then I've all of a sudden I'm being given somebody else, the, the, having a clear standards of what that landlord should receive, because mm. they were different at different companies, we could have dealt with that a lot quicker, a lot sooner. The so process. Process, but having a very clear vision, having a very clear expectation and a description of what we're here to do for each of our landlords. So everybody knew that there was a bit of both combined, mm. but it was a bit, oh, whose is that one? Whose is my one? Yeah. And, 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 and there, was a, there was a good three months system. of system challenges, yeah. Should have brought in JP. JP, yeah. Oh. Do you know what? From a distance. Uh, from, from a distance. From a distance. Yeah. I fully, um, I think John Paul. Um, He's on the show next week. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 yeah. What was the place? Was it here in Grantham? There was a yeah, at uh, the uh, landlord farming uh, oh, conference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I listened to John and John Paul, and he was uh, you know amazing. He's amazing. And his that was a joy. Can it? But I like. He's built. He's building businesses. Oh. the foundations, the yeah. systems, and processes. Yeah. And I think what we've built our businesses off the back of are having great people, training, trust, skills, etc. Mm. Building beliefs, but. That's just one part of it, and I think what we've introduced in the last 12 months, certainly starting to put these things together, is building a better business foundation. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've been chatting with Matt, haven't you, in more detail. Oh, I'll tell you what, my, my throat box is as dry as the bottom of a badger's cage. <laughs> if there was a... <laughs> Well, that's just case. Let's uh, <laughs> have a, a little look at uh, the bit of badger's cage. Give it into me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't have a Google that. But yeah, should we have a bit of an interview? Bit of a look at the Yeah, a couple of minutes. Yeah, let's have a look. When you get a phone call from someone, to say I've tried what you've done and it's changed my life. Yeah, it's huge. It, it's massive. Yeah. So that's what I, you know. So just get, just, just enjoy the journey, mate. I think, uh, do you know what? And I think if you, there's a, um, there's a lot to be said about what we're doing is great and, and it's more than enough you know there's nothing wrong with that if we're enjoying it and it's we're having fun it's funny what might come off the back of it yeah. rather than the deliberate 
oh, I need to add this, or it needs to be by then. And, and then sometimes what you know you put in place there is you is the falseness of, across the the journey yeah. then then there's this pressure and you become less authentic what you're doing at the moment with what i feel you're doing now with the interviews is it it's it fits like a glove for you you can see it it's where you know you are a great interviewer or you you ask questions and you're, you're fun and you've got a good connection with the people that you talk to and I think it's important. The interesting thing is is that I'm, I'm actually teaching people how to interview and it's, it's both hard and simple. Yeah. Where a lot of people, what I've learned is, is not to try and come up with the question whilst you're listening to the answer. Yes. That is really hard. Yes. So I have no idea what the hell I'm going to say to you. Which okay. puts the pressure on but it's a good pressure. And what we're actually, this is an interesting thought, is that I've worked with uh, an agent in Berkshire where we've actually interviewed homeowners yeah. on their journey of, they chose an online agent or a rubbish agent, and their journey of why they bought the house, why they went with that original agent, why the poo hit the fan, and how this new agent came in and saved them. Yes, the hero. The, the hero's journey video. And they are so powerful. Yeah. I think so, and I think the more we make the vendors heroes as well. Definitely, our it's not vendors. about us. No. Well I think it's interesting though, and I, I, you know, like I said, you've been doing this for what a year. Mm. You still working with John? Um, in a, um, in a kind of like he mentors me, and I mentor him. Yes. Yeah, I, he, he meant. Um, we do marketing. I do. I help him with his marketing. Yeah. And he helps me when we meet up every two months. Um, he puts me in the right direction. Good. No, good for you. But I can, I can, you know, I can see, uh, I can see what you're doing, and it's really it suits you down to the ground. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. So that's quite exciting. You two tend to chat well together. It seems. Yeah, it seems that when you put two influences in a room together, they. Uh, no, I don't like that phrase. phrase. I know you don't like that phrase. Um, so. It's time for a cheeky ass of prop show. So I think well, where's the fairs? Where's the fairs? Ah, okay. Hey. Hey. Okay, so it's time for ask the prop show. <laughs> okay, this? so this? I've got a couple of. It's yours. It's what you do every every time. It's the walking guns. Um, so uh, a couple of questions for this week's show. Uh, so firstly, fire away, Christopher. Hang on, I just saw the tassel. Firstly, uh, it's for Matt. So um, which one? This Matt. <laughs> right, um, I have one last week. Unless, unless this Matt knows how to be cheap for agents, but I would. Has uh, yeah, has a <laughs> uh, So I mean, you could have getting things out of focus, mate. With um, thanks, Chris. There's a Sorry. Concentrate. Sorry, Dan. Back, back to video. Oh, uh, no, not to video. <laughs> so, uh, cheap for the agents. Okay, so there's a lot of chat around... Um, this is like a cross between the loose women and the property industry, isn't it? Well, that's what you always say. Yeah, it is. Um, how would you overcome um, cheap for the agents in your locality? Um, by not focusing on them. First, um, there's so much more we can do to improve what we do and yeah. what we offer and the value that we give that putting any energy and any thought into what the competition are doing, let alone the cheap fee agents or the online, whatever you want to call it, it, it really pales into insignificance. So I think where most agents fall down is they look outside of their business mm -hmm. rather than 
look inside and it's the same if you're working on yourself you know you've got to work on you what goes on in your head and that's the start of, of, of fees I mean if you believe in what you do you charge it yep if awesome. you don't you don't and I think if you if you want to charge less because you don't feel you give the value then charge less that's, fine. that's absolutely fine and there will be a market for that I'm sorry mate I think you've been a bit happy value there yeah well no because no, no, we've had this before where people have basically said that will always be. See, there's some guys out there saying, yeah, I'll, if I charge that, I won't get it. So come on, how do you do it? Why won't you get it? We were chatting to someone on the phone, remain nameless, but um, in the northwest area of the country, and they were saying, Matt, Chris, we just cannot charge 2% fee. Like, I don't know what your thoughts on it are, because there's a certain localities in the UK where you've done your market research, you know you can charge X percent. But in others, like what if they literally cannot charge? They might be out of business in six months if they put their fees up. Or is it a mindset thing? Look, the first thing is if they're saying that they're, their belief system is telling them exactly that. My second question is if they ask their clients, what's more important to them? So yeah. if I asked you today, three different, completely different sellers, yeah. what is your main need from the sale of your house? Well, it depends on my circumstance. You know, um, for me. It would I mean, if I was going to move tomorrow, probably the speed in sale. Okay. You know, certainly if you found another property you already want to move to. So yeah. speed's one of the most common ones. About yourself, Chris. Uh, best price. Best price is a very popular one. And then the other one is the fit. Of course, yeah. Okay, so if I gave you those three choices today, yeah. which would be the most important? So you've got the maximum value you can attain in the house, mm -hmm. you've got the speed of the sale, yeah. and you've got the, 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 the cheap fit. Yeah. Okay. If you had a choice, the three independent sellers, not knowing this question was going to get asked, this is your choice, right? Which one would be your biggest priority, the most needed? The one that was important to me? Yeah. Okay, which one would it be? I, I mean, I'd say the highest price possible, because then if you're charging a, paying a bit more of a fee... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What if, I, what if I got you an extra £10,000? And my fee was three thousand pounds. Well, that's two percent. Well, it wouldn't matter, would it? Because so why would the seller not care about that? Well, that's I and mean, that is exactly the point. Now, look, you will have different challenges, but the biggest challenge that's going on in most agents is that what goes on between their ears. Yeah. It's the story. It's the conditioning. It's our market. I've been to agencies recently, and they've said these exact words: "You can't get that in our town." And then they've ended up putting their fees up by a significant amount, nearly double what they were charging. And they've listed more houses. Now, you can say, you, and I've got, if anyone wants any proof of that, I'm happy to supply that evidence. Can we email you? Yeah, mg at mapgigs.com. And I'll give you the agents' names. Underneath. And I'm telling you now, it's all in your head. Find out what people need. Find out what your clients actually need. If it's best price, structure your fee around the value of the house. Mm. So from our point of view, what we want to do is deliver what the client needs, what, not what the business needs. Yes. All right? Good. So that's where I'm asking. Awesome. Okay, good. good. Uh, question two is for you, Mr. Watkins. See you, um, So we've mentioned on the show a couple of times about the Digimare, hilariously on the Land of Farming Group. Doggy, doggy Mare. <laughs> not Doggy Mare. Again, don't Google that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Digimare. So, Digital Mare. We, we, we speak about these advocates of Digital Mare. Adam uh, Mackay and Sorgsworth, dude. Uh, Luke in OB, and Lester. Um, we speak about... Um, you know, people who are actually actively doing this. Can you boil down into a relatively short answer what the essence of DigiMare is, or the digital mare? You as agents need the attention and the eyeballs of people to listen to what you have to say as an agent so they, the name of your agency comes into their head when they need an estate agent or a letting agent. How would you do that? 
talk about stuff they're interested in. What our landlord's interested in. Uh, not you as the agent, not how big your willy is, not what your market share is, what you've sold or anything else. Rubbish so, like that. yield. And these are important things, but, 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 but talk about the things which interest. And I call it, it's called the BBC van test. If there was a BBC van on your high street today, everyone in your town would, would, would go on at half six, look east, look north, whatever look you are, and, and see why that van was there. It's true. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And therefore, what I'm saying is, is that if you want to grab the attention and the eyeballs of people in your locality, just like you're going on a date and you don't try and talk about yourself all night because you're not likely to get to the second date, date yeah. okay? you're, if you talk about yourself all the time, you, you're not likely to get their, their attention because no. no one cares about your agency, they only care about themselves. No. So what I'm saying is this, if you live in Leicester, yeah. go and interview people who live in Leicester, the people that live there, work there, uh, who invest there, talk about Leicester, good news stuff, what, why they love it, why they love working there, living there, investing there. People will watch that, mm. and if they watch that, you'll have their attention. Shall we have a little bit of a more in-depth chat about that um, with uh, our good friend Jeff O'Neill um, talking about what digital now actually means for people? Uh, no, because it's 11 minutes long and all will bore to death. <laughs> okay. We'll so we'll cut that bit out! <laughs> you Honestly, have, it's you 11 want, minutes long. Do you want to have a, a, a bit of it? No. Because it doesn't encapsulate it. All right. I can't encapsulate it. Fine. Okay, all you have to do is this. We'll probably just leave all that in, actually. Fine. All you have to do is go and interview people in your town about what about the coffee shop owner, what, the, 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 the bus drivers, the policeman, the MP, everything. All positive. Everything um, positive. And people will just watch it. And next to your video about talking about someone about the coffee shop is you talking about the property market. And I'll tell you here and now, let me give you some bloody numbers that will blow you away, all right? And we've done these numbers before, people still, still don't believe them. Michael Hollenby is doing the Bourne Property TV show, Love all right? That. Okay? It lasts 15 to 20 minutes long, yep. right? He does it every single week, and he's been doing it now for 12, 16 weeks, something like that. Yeah. He doesn't boost it. No. Okay? Every single week, he does this program. It's just two of, two of them sitting behind a desk with a mobile phone on, switching it on, all right? Population of Bourne is 17,500 yes. people. No, well. The average view time is 18 minutes long. Yeah. The average number of viewers within 24 hours, a bad week is 3,500 views and a good view is 4,500 views. You tell me anywhere where you can get 20, 30% of the population listening to you 18 minutes every day. Don't talk about yourself, don't talk about your firm, don't talk about your services, the talk market. about the town and the market. Yeah, that great work, Michael. I mean, well done. Yeah, well done, Michael, as well. Um, just quickly, um, what's going on in the property market? Steve says! It's a great time to sell. Thanks, Steve. Cheers, um, So, you've got to bring that by me. No. Um, so that's the end of the Ask the Prop Show. <laughs> we we'll do it show. now, it's coming on every week. It's the end of the Ask the Prop Show. Uh, so, um, last thing I want to talk about is, well, a couple of things, actually. Um, train course coming up. I, yeah, I think we've got one. So I've got a golden plug. Yeah, I need a golden plug. Need a golden plug. We'll have one next we'll time. We'll have one. Um, so that's big, thanks to, one big thanks to one day. Yeah, yeah really, thanks to one day. I know we're um, joking so about we'll, it. Uh, so we'll give those out to uh, the guests. You get to keep those. You get to keep those, man. Uh, Another one. Leave them in the car. Uh, for driving. Wondo. Um, Wondo. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, courses come up 10th of September. A couple of places left. Um, at the time of recording. Um, there'll be a link in the comments below. Next one will be November-ish, yeah, we'll when we get our asses in gear. Yes, November. Um, and then, right. um, once we've got um, 
a bit more um, a bit more feedback, uh, we'll be launching a new advanced course. Possibly. Yeah. Also, big news, Social Sofa. Oh, yes, Social, social Sofa. sofa. Uh, by the time this comes out, there will have been the very first Social Sofa. So uh, let's have a little look at that live show for just for nanofarms. So, um, initially what we wanted to talk about, we've had a couple of um, questions into the show uh, from Landlord Farmers. Um, so, initially it was about software. Yeah, there have been a lot of people on the Landlord Farming Club, um, and like I say, phone calls and emails, once people have been on one of our courses, but it's which editing software should I be using? There you go. So, every week, any week, get your questions in, ask us what you want to ask, lenses, cameras, editing software, you name it. We'll try and ask it or answer it live, sorry, within 10-15 minutes most shows. Yeah, no, we'll do 10 15 minutes most shows, but obviously we can answer other questions that we don't have time for afterwards. So that's cool. So yeah. What have you got on this week? Are you meeting any more people, Chris Watkins? Okay, so we've got uh, John Paul coming down to the studios this week Indeed. and, and uh, we're going out for a few lager shandies. So he's going to be on uh, episode 8 of The Prop Show. Good stuff. Uh, which is good. Um, I'm going to the um, uh, garden centre to, to pick up some uh, compost. You did ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, who's he going to interview there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, if it's it was local, it would be hyper local. Hyper local. There, so. there you go. We've got a garden centre, pop out an interview. Um, but yeah, so um, should we thank Matt for coming oh, on? Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Uh, thanks for coming and being thank part of the pop show. Um, so yeah, that just leaves us with uh, a see you later. So see you later, guys. Shut up!